0: Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out. And if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Bests. I'm being told... That the hotline has uh, is is now has reached a new level of hotness with this guest that is on the line. No more low class nobodies calling the show. This is an actual famous person. Uh, do we have? Let's uh, not is...
1: go crazy. Let's let's <laughs> let's not go crazy. I I still think maybe mid level famous would be fine for an intro.
0: Mid level famous okay mid we have a mid level famous person nice nice who is the host of w t f and the star of his his television show marin what if nobody could get what if there's somebody still saying like saying like i don't know who who is it well you didn't you didn't say the best part on, IFC, on i f c on i f c that's what they're gonna that's
1: what they're that's when they're gonna say oh i don't get i f c
0: yeah See? just yeah, just my father it's Mark Maron. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. Was I interrupting the
1: intro? No. My no. father said, uh, "So you got a new season, huh? I guess I got to find someone with Netflix." My father said that. <laughs> got to find someone with Netflix when it's on that in a year.
0: Yeah, he's okay? got.
1: Yeah. I'm not complaining, but I just want to make sure we understand. Uh, we all understand our position in the world. I'm out. I'm in back of Largo right now. I'm outside, Tom. Okay. I'm outside Largo. I'm coming to you from the street. I'm on a show, Tom Popper's show. It's a variety show. Uh, I just rehearsed a sketch, uh, a radio show-style sketch mm-hmm. uh, with the other performers. One Here's who's on the show, all right? Tim Minchin, me, Melissa, I, I don't know, Matilda. I she's an impressionist, if I don't remember her name. Uh, Kirk Fox and Dane Cook. Dane Cook's on the show. And right now, I'm standing, I'm touching Dane Cook's black Lamborghini. <laughs> I'm now touching it as I'm talking to you. And listen, listen, right now I'm running my key along the side oh. of Dane Cook's Lamborghini. So I don't want any of your listeners to tell, but fuck this guy, am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah, look, he's got a <laughs> he's got a, a Lamborghini. He's uh he's fancy. He does five hour sets at the right? What does he do? Five hours? He goes like Somebody's getting ready to go on, and then all of a sudden he, hey, Dane's here. And it's like, well, I guess I should just go home now then.
1: Yeah, I used to hate that. I've seen that happen before. I don't go to that club. You know, I haven't seen him in a while, and uh, I don't think I'm going to, you know, I don't know where. This car is like a Batmobile, dude. It's like I don't, like, here's the funny thing about it is I'm walking across the street with my girl from dinner, and I see a black Lamborghini. There's an accident right out in front here. black Lamborghini pulls up to the intersection, and out loud I went, gross. That's gross, uh, and it was. Him. And I look in this day, and I'm
0: like, "Oh, dude, you can park around back. Just park around back." Yeah, you're just right uh, after, uh, gross. Yeah, no. It, it, look, I never understood uh, with cars. I've always just had a car that is just like, will it not break down? Please, can I exactly know that I exactly. won't be on the highway with steam pouring out of the hood and everybody looking at me as they drive past? Like, there's but, just
1: yeah, well. We can just walk two cars down, Tom, to my car. This is a, let's have a look. Let's take a walk around. There's a 2006 Camry
2: mm-hmm. with,
1: uh, with no extras. There's a, a hole in the front bumper that I, I don't even know how that happened. I don't know what you could hit that would cause a puncture wound to a bumper. Somehow or another, the light casings have now got a yellow tint on them from age. Uh, the entire side of of the passenger side is scraped. Because I don't know how to park in my driveway. And on the back, it's dented so the trunk doesn't open properly because some woman hit me in a Mercedes SUV. I brought it to the insurance guy, and I don't know if I'm going to fix it. They sent me a check recently Mm -hmm. for like $1,200 to fix it, and I don't think I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go old school and maybe lowball and get uh, someone you know who can't really fix it well to fix it and save $600 and buy myself two pairs of pants.
0: Yeah, look, I I get it because what because look, it's a 2006 car. At what point are you going to be just like? It's like okay, you just get the thing back on the road. It's not yeah. like you're going to have the car forever at this point. You just get it back on the road and you run it into the ground a little bit and then you get then you get rid of it.
1: Right, but the thing with these things, they know they never die. These Camrys
0: never. And I've been,
1: my mother is she's like, why don't you get a new car? And I'm like, why? This one runs, and I don't have to worry about it. That's the thing. But You spend money on things, Tom, and you worry about them. If you don't spend money on them, who cares? You know what I mean? This thing will run forever. It stinks inside. But I've I, I got to be honest with you. I have been embarrassed at, at ballet situations uh, mm-hmm. when I go to a high-end event of some kind, and I roll up in my water-spotted, uh, what was once <laughs> silver gray. It's kind of faded into something horrible. Yeah. And, and that's when you really know why people get good cars. Is when you're pulling it up at some awards dinner, and you, you know you're behind three limos and Dane Cook's Lamborghini, and you hand your keys to the valet, who, who, who you just know by the look on his face uh, that you're kindred spirits, yeah. But, yeah. but also he's judging you. It's
0: like a bad. It's like a bad movie, like that. You just like a like a. I don't know why it's like a teen comedy or something like where you pull up in the, the bomber of a car and then, and then you just like, everybody sees you getting into the thing and you're just like, the door's stuck. I can't, it just, if you jiggle it, you can get, just shake the key in the ignition. It'll turn and and you just,
1: and you go go, back, you go into the event and for whatever reason, they, you come out after and they haven't been able to park your car. And it's like been out front the entire time, as people, well dressed people, just work around it and look at it as a relic from another time.
0: Yeah, and it would just have that one thing where it just kicks that one like boom, like that one, that one kind of like exhaust kick as everybody's standing mm-hmm. around just to for emphasis. Yeah,
1: right. Like the guy gets in the pocket and it starts like you know farting out liquid, <laughs> like uh, like like the love bug when when they gave. Didn't they give like hot chocolate to the love bug or something, and it just sort of just started like farting out liquid? Yeah, as, that. It, yeah. As but it, I do appreciate the fact that you see my life as some sort of you know far down the line, very you know sad teen comedy like that. That that's what I'm living in is a, some sort of horrendously dark teen comedy that's cast only with adults.
0: But we that's all have life. those moments where we have the thing that we don't, where we don't decide it's like oh that's the thing i'm not going to spend uh i'm not going to break the bank on that thing so but there's other things well, when it comes to a, if it comes to a turntable you you take care of business with that and you
1: oh i was there today dude i was there that's not that's not going great that i can't say i can't put that in the good idea column that's not in the plus <laughs> column me and my my equipment yeah. it's been it's just been horrible yeah. i i just resolved something today with that
0: like, I, I, I thought the one the project. funniest thing. I thought one of the funniest things is I went over uh, your house, uh, uh, and you were, it was like some it was like some Twilight Zone thing where you would have been like, the only thing I want is if people would just send me records and that would make me so happy. And then the <laughs> records started showing up, and now you're like, now you're because you, you go to your house, you're just like, you like this. What's this? I have three of these. You want one? <laughs> <laughs> just like it's good, but I have three of them. Take one. You're like, <laughs> and then I ask you, like, how about these guys? You ever heard of? Yeah. You ever heard of Jelly and it, Yeah. And it was, but it t- you had like seventy records to go through. Just like, okay, I have this guy apparently sent me everything he's ever put out. Okay, I have seven <laughs> of his albums. Oh, it's just like you're getting entire then, discographies sent to you now. Right,
1: right, right, but then I ask you if you've ever heard of him, and you're like, no.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like no, I don't know. Who, I have no idea who that is. Because
1: and if and if you don't know who it is, nobody well, knows who well, it is. Well, but in my but in my brain, I'm like this. This might be the guy. This might be the gem. This might be the overlooked. Thing that like twenty years from now, people are going to be like, "That guy only made three of those. Yeah, how and, did you get them?
0: Yeah, and you gave yeah, it. Yeah. to someone who came by. <laughs> you just gave it to him. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that. But that's the catch with that stuff is that you. That's the trap. You can never get out of that trap because what if it's like that? What if and it, well, it, there's no escaping what if.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying not to do that. You know. I'm really trying, you know, not to do that. Like, I listen to everything I get at least once. I try to process it. Some things I, I don't get the first time, and, and those people are going to take the hit. That's going to be bartered material. Like, like I get records, I listen to them, and will be like, I don't know. I don't know if I need this on album. You know, I'll take the download card, and then I'm going to go use these to barter for other records. You
0: yeah, know? well, look, and you didn't... You can't be on the hook for everything that everybody sends you and and, and that. Well, look, this is what I want to. When does your, your show starts this week? That's what. When does Ma- yeah. Marin starts when? Thursday. Thursday on IFC. Thursday night on IFC at uh, I don't
1: know nine and ten something like that. And uh, it was very funny. But here, let me just tell you though. Okay. I was at the stereo place today because like I had that rogue audio amp i had problems with it and rogue audio refused to admit that there was a problem with the amp and i kept sending it back to rogue it was a nightmare and all i wanted was to have this beautiful experience with this amp and it just turned into this nightmare so then like finally and i don't know if this is on the you know plan of the high-end audio i you know i go for the big one you know i go for well not big big not a million dollars but i spent some money on a nice amplifier the macintosh stuff Mm -hmm. and then that thing something goes wrong with that it doesn't sound right I'm going, like, it's just the bane of my existence. I went in there today with my, with my new app and I said, give me the one that you have on display because when you lent me that before it sounded right and I think there's something wrong with this and you can't find anything wrong with this then you can keep it in the store because I'm taking this one because I know I'm happy with this and and I, you know, and I don't like you people. I don't, I don't like what you've done to me and then I don't, and I'm not taking responsibility for it. I believe that these tubes would have the answer for me and they did not. And I knew that was my biggest <laughs> fear in life that they would not and I secretly knew they would not, but I feel a little better. I listened to uh, I listened to Rod Stewart's second album on the Loner mm-hmm. and, which I'm gonna make my own and it sounded terrific. You know, and then I, I listened to um, what did someone just send me? I listened to uh, uh Alice Fitzgerald record and I thought that was terrific. So today I, everything is resolved stereo wise. I just wanted to get that in because I knew people were concerned. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so my show, uh-huh. my show is starting on Thursday, and it's funny. This is the funniest season, and I'd be first. I'd be the first to tell you if it was just okay, but I think I finally, I think I finally got a groove going.
0: And it, you did. What did you do? Ten episodes this year. Thirteen. Thirteen. 13. They're ra- they're piling up now. You're actually putting a body of work together, episode wise, with this. Mm-hmm. You've got a real. You've got a real run going here. Who's what, this season? Who who's who's on this season that that uh, who who's exciting? Look, the exciting thing is that you're on it. That's the exciting. Mm-hmm. Thing. That's what gets you in the door. The other stuff is uh, w- the window dressing is Andy Kindler on this season. Andy Kinler will probably uh, play my friend Andy, again, reprising Mm -hmm. the role of Andy. Dave
1: Anthony plays uh, Dave, Mm -hmm. who is not exactly like Dave Anthony, though Andy Kinler is exactly like Andy Kinler. Dave Anthony's a little psychopathic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whitney Cummings plays a pal for a couple of episodes. Okay. And who else? Oh, the first episode, Elliot Gould plays himself. And Alex Rocco plays uh, another guy. I don't want to tip it too much. Sure. But Alex Rocco... Who played Mo Green in The Godfather, mm-hmm. plays an old agent, and he's brilliant. It's a very funny bit of business. Constance Zimmer is in the first one as well. A uh, uh, Comics playing themselves this season. Maria Bamford, Maryland Rice Cub, uh, Patton Oswald, uh, C, uh, C, uh, um, you know, Punk CM Punk, is that mm-hmm. it? CM Punk? CM Punk. The yeah. wrestler, yeah. the wrestler, and Cole Cabana, they do a, a, an episode. And,
0: hmm. Do you ever wish with wrestling, you know, I know you never, you were not, I was not into wrestling when I was a kid, so I'm not into it now. And I know you were. No, I was never
1: into it, but I became friends with Cole Cabana because he started a podcast modeled after mine for the wrestling world. Mm -hmm. And we became friends and he explained wrestling to me. And then he introduced me to punk and I became friends with punk. And I sort of respect the show business element, but I, I don't know a lot about wrestling. But in one episode, CM Punk agrees to, uh, to train me. And and the comedy ensues, Tom. Can mm-hmm. you just see it? Huh? Me being trained by guys in shape. Come on, that's never been done before. I'm, uh, breaking, I'm breaking ground.
0: Are you in an ill-fitting onesie? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. good day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lucenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't oh, smell right. them. <laughs> like a, no, like... it's a
1: snug onesie. A snug onesie, mm-hmm. tight yeah, no, I'm not. I'm in shorts and boxing gear. It's funny. It goes a different place. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell myself short. I no, think I that don't. all the stories are, are very funny.
0: And you got funny people working on it. You got uh, uh, who's it? Jerry Stahl has written for the show. Yeah, he was on
1: staff this year. The Great Dark Prince Jerry Stahl. Uh, one of the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the narco wizards uh, of uh, of the page, and a close friend of mine. Uh, uh, you know, he wrote this uh, this year. It was great having him. He's, a, he's got a whole new, uh, relatively chipper disposition, and he, he laid out some good stories. Uh, yeah, Dave Anthony also write uh, wrote on the show. Um, Michael Jam and Seaver Glarum, they uh, they were uh, King of the Hill guys, and they mm-hmm. did a few other things there. The runners, Sean Russell was in the room. Sean Russell, uh, who I career. know,
0: I know Sean Russell. I've known him for a he long loves time. You. He's a yeah. very nice guy. He's been very. He gave me a tour when he worked on uh, one of the the lots. He drove me around in a golf cart on the uh, the Gilmore Girls set, and I had never I've never seen Gilmore ooh, Girls, so I'm ooh, sure lucky people you. were yeah. like, "You got the g-. Yeah. like." I'm just like, I don't know. It was like a house. I think we looked at or something, and mm-hmm. for other pe- people who like worship the show, would be like, "Did you see the bu-? It's like I don't know. There was like a porch. I think I saw, and <laughs> yeah, they.
1: There's a couple of rooms where they, they acted in. They acted in the, in these rooms. Yeah. You know, one of them was like, a, yeah, like a restaurant. Is there a restaurant? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there was like a cafe or something. Yeah, then, a cafe. Yeah.
1: And then the the lady with the kid is, you know, rehearsing things.
0: Yeah, and I was just like, I didn't know what I was looking. I do, I always like looking at sets, though. Like, that's one of my favorite things. It's just like the artifice of, of sets. I think is one oh, yeah, of the most yeah, fascinating like it, things ever. It,
1: it, it's very exciting, you know. I, I find myself like I'm about to go on stage here at Largo, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a theater. And like, you know, I, I've gone to like, you know, sometimes I don't really realize it as deeply as I should that I'm in show business. Mm-hmm. And there's no weirder moment than you know, sort of waiting to go on stage and just being backstage and whatever weirdness is going on, and just the, the sort of the, the the kind of like working element of, like, like if you go on stage, like, you're waiting at at Letterman, and you're just standing back there with this, you know, and and you're like, so this is it. And and then all of a sudden you're out in in front of everything, and it's in lights, camera, and it's showbiz. I get that feeling all the time. And with sets, it's the same thing. You're like, this is where we lie to people.
0: (laughs) And for me, yeah, yeah, I... The things I get to work on, I always feel like happy... Like, uh, like I like I was I've been working on something the last couple of weeks and it's just like, the first day I was so happy I was just like oh I wasn't sweaty on the first day, like I went right, in right. like I didn't like I thought it'd be like man eh, maybe there's one day of sw- sweatiness and then I'll calm down, but it's like ooh, even the first day I didn't sweat and was, Jeez, I was gee Tom that's a big day I was that's so proud of day. myself. That I, was sitting. I think everyone's
1: proud of you. There's uh, no sweat day. That's yeah. a, you know you had to write that down. <laughs> I know and, that you know, make note of that.
0: I was in the no, room. But like sets, yeah.
1: yeah, it's so weird though with, with sitcom sets because you know like it's it's very strange the banter the the kind of bullshit. Can I say that now on your show?
0: Well, we try not to curse, but uh, for you, you're you're. Uh, I'm gonna let you do I, what you want to do.
1: I took, well, I took liberty because I, I felt I felt the freedom for a second. I was sort of like Tom's oh, in his own sh- ship.
0: but we still he's run. There, like, it's still f- it's, we try to run a PG show, is what we try to do here. I don't. If it happens, it happens. But I'm not. I don't get twisted about it. You know, you don't what I mean, get on the phone or or have the your, your producers
1: say like, hey, you know, feel free to push the envelope language wise. No, we're, we we're, don't. we're, we're mm. no, not. I think we, that's a good. I think that's a good call because I think everybody. Who gets the the freedom to do that? It it's it, it's less impressive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you like you, like Howard or even Bill Maher when they were on terrestrial or on you know Comedy Central, you're like, well, there's a craft in having to honor you know the uh, the code of television and radio. Sure. Like, you, 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 yeah. And then you know once you just get the freedom, there's no there's no end to it. There's you know before long. You know, fluids are being discussed and it, you know
0: and the, yeah exactly and then it's just a matter of can you top this and then there's just there's just no right. going back ever again and and, that's and, how, and and that's how you that's how morning radio was invented exactly and then <laughs> then when you hand the keys though when you hand that ru- that playbook to dummies then you end oh, up dude,
1: yeah dude I, I was in Cleveland and I went to do a radio show and there were half naked people running around and uh and I and I'm like what's going on? And one guy like was excited, and he was in his underwear. He says, "We're about to shoot the puke cannon." And I'm like, "This has got to be the end of things somehow."
0: <laughs> that is like I thought. I thought when that person died from drinking water that they made that one person. I thought it was like, well, that ends that horrible chapter in <laughs> in America. That. Someone, they, two morning guys basically murdered someone for, for, uh, red hot chili peppers tickets. And so they, uh, I thought it was like, well, yeah, that won't happen anymore. And then it's still just like, it's still now, it's like, people are just trying to figure ways around it now.
1: Dude, they, they, they worked on it for weeks. It was like a, it was like a, a leaf blower that they had put a funnel on top of and the idea was that they were that one guy was going to drink a bunch of milk vomit into the funnel and it would shoot into another guy's face and mouth and and ultimately what I just like I couldn't even imagine like what, what was the meeting that was sort of like we got it we got yeah. it
2: this
1: yeah. is it and, and and of course it didn't work and it just sprayed like it exploded puke all over the ceiling of the studio and I had to do an interview in like a closet because the guys like sorry the puke cannon didn't work well, just some, you know, yeah, in my yeah. mind, <laughs> just like practically speaking, you know, I think you would get the same effect in terms of how it's going to resonate with people if the guy just vomited right into the other guy's mouth. I don't know why you needed a machine. I think you should, you know, stay, you know, stay organic with this stuff.
0: Yeah, cut out the. Yeah, it's like John Henry, man versus machine. It's like mm-hmm. let's keep it simple here, guys. Like John Henry yeah, <laughs> against the against the iron horse or whatever he was <laughs> yeah, this, squared off this, against.
1: This machine serves no purpose in the practical world. No, just just let's stick with the vomit exchange. <laughs> That's all we're looking for here.
0: Yeah, and as badly as I felt, I feel for you with that, I just think about the guy who's got to come in and play records from 10 to 2 and is just like, <laughs> oh, what, these you, guys. Are you
1: talking about the, the, in the
0: Time Machine studio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just, yeah, there is. I love playing records. Did you go to the big record fair? I did not get to go to this one. I I I have a lot of records, Mark, and I just there's a point where it's like I need to just enjoy some of these rather than getting more of them.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to enjoy. You know, I forget. You know, I just bought a third. Yeah, like I guess it wasn't the first signs that you're too much. You get too many. You're in a record store and you're like, ooh, and you spend thirty dollars on a record and you get home and you already have two of them. That's that's when you know. You're not really enjoying your hobby anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you realize there's that point where you also realize it's like, wait, I can listen to this more than once and it's not a race for <laughs> me to listen to all of them one time. I can play yeah. I can play one yeah. of them as much as long as I want until it wears yeah. out rather than just Over and over again. Because now yeah. it's like, Okay, listen to that one, put it in a listen to pile. All right, what do we got? Just give me the next one. I'm gonna start burning yeah. through these things. I gotta get these yeah. things off my plate. Like it's a job. All of a sudden, like I can get, get I can do this. this. <laughs> yeah. So you would have been so proud of me. You wouldn't believe all the records I listened to. It's like it's just like wait, no, that wasn't. Yeah. I, you were you were not at work with that. <laughs> right, but then you put one on and you're like, you ever get that thing where it's like I really need to listen to
1: this <laughs> thoroughly because I haven't really processed this album yet. And then, like, you go outside, you go into the kitchen, you go in the back, and you realize you missed your songs, you're yeah. like, ah, damn it! You know, and then you gotta put those songs back on, like, you are you know, like, you, yeah. you missed it, you didn't do your job properly. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, because cause it's just, it's this compulsion to just be like, I need to track every second of this. It's like, it used to be, it was just on, and then you walk in, you walk out, and, right. oh, yeah, that was good, no, oh, no, maybe no. I'll play no. it again, because you only had 15 of them. Right, and yeah. And it was like... <laughs> Ah, don't worry. I'll play it again. I'm going to play this one five thousand times. And but now it's just this thing. Like, look, I need to hear this thing no. beginning to end so I can just check it off and put it in the listen to pile. <laughs> and I can just say what I thought about it. And because this other thing, if I don't weigh in on these other ones, it's really, it yeah. I I I uh, I, I think that it's like great. You're,
1: I, yeah. You're having a that sounds like you're having a, a wonderful hobby for
0: you. Oh, it's very it's it's very just life affirming when you're <laughs> just like, well, this is awesome yeah. that I found a prison to be yeah. like. Oh wait, I'm the I, I'm running the prison and the prisoner. <laughs> it's like yeah. and the prison walls are LPs. Yeah, just and it, shelves of LPs. Yeah just being boxed in by a thing that it's like, oh no, but you love, this is, it would be like if, if like, it's like, no, these walls are things you love. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So, well, so uh, this this week, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. IFC. Right. The show's, uh, Marin, th- third third season or fourth season? I can't even. Third season. Third season, yes.
1: Third season, did 13, and uh, I, I can vouch for them. You know, I know the guy in charge, and they're funny.
0: Yeah and you 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 definitely uh ever it always takes a st- it, it, ever the first, but the, the leap between the first season and the second season was was uh considerable. I thought I thought you guys got a lot like you got your legs. Well, under you know, you. I
1: I knew going into it. I knew that there was going to be a learning curve. Like I'd seen enough of my peers, you know, do that first season and you know, we're clunky actors, and we mm-hmm. got to figure some stuff out. And, like and I, I let myself have that. I knew there was no way I was going to avoid that, and I knew that you—you know—I was all in, and I was doing the best I could. But yeah. like, I'm very happy that there was a nice jump in quality on all levels in the second season. And this one, I think we're actually having a good time. I mean, don't—you know—don't tell everybody, but, mm. but I had a pretty good time.
0: Good, yeah. good. You deserve to have a good time, Mark Maron. Thanks, Tom. So when do you go on at uh, at Largo? What is?
1: Well, Kirk Fox just drove up in his old Honda. We're we're kind of on the same page with that. I think we I got to do a sketch out of the gate. What time is it? Uh, we're probably starting now. I'm going to go in.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Are you good? I am good. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate it. And uh, let's do it more often. I think yes. we, I think we have nice conversations. I and love nice, talking to things. you. I know we have a nice time. I love talking to you. I get some
1: good laughs, and you know, I like listening to you. And I'm happy that you've got the show up and going. I was thrilled about the box set that I still have to. You know, upload into my like. I have a lot of listening to do with the old stuff, and you know, I'm going to get caught up with Tom Sharpling and I'm going to come to you with
0: a review of the box. Okay, uh, in a couple of weeks, I would love that. Well, thank okay, you, Marty. Buddy. Look, you have a great night. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Okay, buddy, okay, bye. take care, bye. You Got Mark Marin checking. How about that? What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best, and I want to thank Martin DeGrell, for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much.